Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. I would like to, off the top, thank those of you that reached out and said happy, what was it, seven years, I guess, seven years here at the Todd Huff Show. I appreciate that more than uh, more than I can express. That, again, was uh, yesterday. We celebrated that. So thank you very much for that. And I know many of you just didn't, uh, you know, get the chance or whatever. But I appreciate those that messaged us or texted or whatever. So thank you very much for that. Um, I want to today, I want to continue talking about what's happening with Trump, Mar-a-Lago, FBI raids, and really maybe even some of the fallout from this, you know, not just the event itself, which should, which should trouble everybody, by the way. Now, of course, it's not going to. In fact, if you pay attention to some of these leftists, I mean, they are literally celebrities out there are cheering cheering for what's happening uh, with this FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago. I mean, they think, I mean, Rob, it's the the same predictable people. Rob Reiner, who's a lunatic. Michael Moore, enough said about that. Um, But but there's a lot. It's Michael Rappaport, (laughs) maybe the craziest of all. But they, I mean, they are celebrating I, the amount of hate and disdain for a human being. This is not healthy. This is not normal. And to me, it demonstrates and it illustrates just how many problems these folks have going on in between the ears or probably more accurately in the heart. Anyhow, this um, that's the reaction from many on the left. In fact, I saw what I considered a stupid tweet. This tweet was, uh, I retweeted it yesterday. Bear with me, I'm pulling it up here. This was uh, from Cherry Jacobus. Apologies if I've not pronounced that correctly. Um, she tweeted this. Again, just listen. I'm just going to read part of her tweet because I don't want to, she's responding to somebody else. She says, Trump is a criminal. He is finally being treated as one. First of all, she better be careful because this is actually, technically, at this point in time, this is um, this would be slander, defamation, libel, I guess, since it's in, uh, it's in print. I mean, Trump is not, I understand, you know, there's a certain amount of, leeway that has to be given to folks when talking about political speech and so forth. But Trump is not a criminal. In fact, we, we have the state of New York. I saw this on the Bongino report. Let me see if it's, if it's still there, because I want to read the headline to you. I'm not going to go to the whole, the whole article. She's out here and others like her. I just saw her stupid tweet. So I read, you know, just shared that with you. But where did I see this? Here it is. So the New York governor, 
Another crazy leftist signs legislation to change the term inmate to incarcerated individual. So that's literally happening. That happened you know, now, this week, whatever. And we, at the same time, we have people like this uh, Sherry Jacobus who is saying that Trump is a criminal and he's finally being treated as one. What, what does that mean? Folks, this, <laughs> he, he's factually not a criminal. I know that the left thinks he is. I know that the left thinks that the January 6th witch hunt has shown us all of these crimes that have been committed by President Trump. It is absurd and ridiculous. It's a clown show, a sideshow, just a complete drama. There's going to be people that are the Republicans, of course, um, drawing a blank, Kinzinger. Kinzinger's seat's gone from redistricting. Liz Cheney, the only other Republican, very well, may be losing her seat. In fact, Democrats in the state of Wyoming, did you see this? They're calling for Democrats to vote in the Republican primary to vote for Liz Cheney because, of course, Wyoming is almost certainly going to elect a Republican uh, congressman in in the general election. And so the Democrats, Liz Cheney is getting votes from, well, from the Democrats. That's That's the movement that's happening out there, but it's quite possible that the two Republicans on this committee won't even be in Congress come January, come the new Congress. So all this stuff is is happening, right? As as what happened to Trump is unfolding over the past couple of days now. And yesterday, President Trump on his social media platform Truth, Truth Social, he said, "Let me find this here." This is a, <clears throat> a post that he made on, on Truth Social. He wrote, and I'm looking at an article at theepictimes.com, the FBI, Trump writes, and others from the federal government would not let anyone, including my lawyers, be anywhere near the areas that were rummaged and otherwise looked at during the raid on Mar-a-Lago. He continues, everyone was asked to leave the premises they wanted to be left alone without any witnesses to see what they were doing, talking, or hopefully not, planting in parentheses. Why did they strongly, all caps, insist on having nobody watching them? Everybody out, Trump said. And this, of course, the FBI, we believe, was there for about 10 hours. Um, of course, nothing is, is being released. Judicial Watch is putting pressure on the court to release the paperwork. I think I saw a, a judge has given them a certain period of time to, you know, either provide that or get, you know, give an update or I guess to say that it's going to remain private or, you know, confidential or whatever the terminology is here. Um, so Trump's literally asking the question, did they plant stuff? And... Oh my goodness. You know, this is the sort of thing. If you were to ask these questions back, say say when I was, you know, I, I was in college from 96 to 2000. These are the sorts of things that back then we would have talked about theoretically. Do we really want a sitting or former president of the United States questioning whether or not an FBI, you know, the FBI 
that is investigating him. Of course, again, context is king, right? We know there, there's specific reasons this is all going on. But from the one most basic starting point, the, the idea that you would have a sitting or former president questioning whether or not the FBI planted evidence because they kicked everyone out and did a, a unsupervised search of the premises. I mean, we're at the point where given everything that's happened, given the corruption, given the deceit, given the history of our federal government, given the nature uh, of human, human beings, given our proclivity, especially those people in power, to lie, abuse, and so forth, we're to the point where this... I don't like to utter these words, but I don't know what else to to say here. This is seemingly a question that I understand where it's coming from. <laughs> I'm not, please, don't misunderstand. I'm not making the accusation um, Trump didn't outright. He strongly suggested that what are they doing? Because we know darn good and well that these are the things that are being said about Trump. And this all goes, all this comes from complete lack of trust in the federal government because there is a complete and utter lack of integrity in our federal government and at all levels of government. Again, I say both parties. I would say that the the Democrat Party is... um, clearly worse but there's not there, there's there's bad stuff in DC from people that vote on different sides of the aisle um, I dare I say very bad things and so this is the, the distrust the suspicion I mean look we're going you go back to 2016 and you just look at what happened to Trump alone you think about Carter how many of these things do we have to just mention, I mean, you remember them, but we kind of just forget. You got Carter Page, you got, you know, Trump would call it, uh, Trump did call it wiretapping. It wasn't technically wiretapping, but they were spying on his campaign. You had the Trump-Russian collusion hoax that was paid for by Hillary Clinton. I mean, this, folks, the corruption is oozing out of these organizations. And the FBI this is, they have created this, the leadership of the FBI, the likes of Christopher Ray, the likes of James Comey, the likes of Peter Strzok, people that are up in high positions, whether they are the, the head at one point, as James Comey was, or Christopher Ray, or other folks higher up in the organization. Folks, they have an extreme political bias, and it's been proven, demonstrated time and time again, that... They do things that no way in the world the federal a federal government agency agencies should be doing these things. And so again, without outright saying that that is what happened, which Trump did neither. Uh, to be fair, he says hopefully not. But you 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 take all these things in their in their totality and you look at them. And you ask yourself, my heavens, what on earth is going on here? We've got a president who's literally out telling the American people that inflation rate, the inflation rate for the month of July is zero. I've got a soundbite. 
I mean, there's so many things to choose from that we could talk about today. We might, we may or may not get to it. But he literally said the inflation rate is 0%. Factually, 100% false. It doesn't matter which inflationary measurement, which type of inflation he's talking about. That's not the case. He's out there saying it's 0%. They're, ca- they're telling us the Inflation Reduction Act actually reduces inflation. It does not. I mean, you can go on down the line. I did a program on uh, here a couple of weeks ago when I said I listed just some of the things that we have been deceived to or they've deceived us about and they've lied to us directly about. It just, it's almost unconscionable. Well, it is unconscionable, but it's almost unfathomable how much deceit and lies we have been told. And so we've reached a point where these questions, I mean, look at, look at what happened you look at 2020, the election. You look at what was uh, revealed in 2000 Mules, and you think, wait a minute, this is not what the media has been telling us has happened. The media said there's not. The media tells us this has been the most secure election in American history. But then you watch something like 2000 Mules, and you see data points of people who are taking ballots around to drop boxes wearing, of course, their masks, wearing gloves, taking their picture as they're dropping off ballots. Some of you watched this with us here a couple of weeks ago. We did a viewing party of 2,000 mules. And no one wants to talk about this in the media. In fact, if you bring it up, you're called an insurrectionist. You want to overthrow our democracy. You want to destroy our government. You're a threat. That's, that's what they say anyway. And so this, all these things, I, in fact, I said, I said when Biden took office that they were really serious, if they were really serious about maintaining the trust of the American people, they would have, they would have done whatever it took to audit the election to say, look, here you go. This, of course, <laughs> probably be Hunter Biden's firm would have been selected or some such thing or somebody that pays Hunter Biden along the way or someone that pays Nancy Pelosi or whatever. I mean, but we have they violated our trust so much that we at least have gotten to the point where we understand and in my class this is my point, my classes 20 years ago or whenever this was 25 years ago. I don't think we could have really wrapped our heads around that this would be happening in our lifetime when the sitting or former president, I should say, of the United States is questioning on a social media platform whether or not the FBI might have planted evidence whenever they forced, you know, forced their search during this raid for something they could have tried to get through other means. I mean, this this has an absolute stench odor. You can smell the corruption of this from a mile away. Biden's out there saying, the White House is saying they didn't know anything about this. They learned about it from Twitter. We talked about that yesterday. But we're to a point, and this is where I worry for my country at this point. You know, there's certainly people that come along who are nefarious and bad characters and all that. That is unavoidable in any type of system. But whenever we are literally at a point where these questions are being raised and the general public can hear the question and think... I can see why the question is being raised to the point to where 
it is being suggested that the FBI might have planted. It wasn't outright stated, and I'm certainly not saying that. But given the amount of corruption, is it not something that one should ask, given that they didn't let everyone witness what transpired? I mean, this whole thing it is not the way that this stuff happens. First of all, this never has happened in American history. They are terrified of running against Donald Trump, and they are terrified about what happens if he wins again because, look, Trump should completely, completely 100% clean house, shrink the federal government in massive ways if he gets back in there, fire these clowns, these, these folks who are corrupt, all levels, all levels of federal government employees that are corrupt need to go. I think it's a massive percentage too. So, gotta take a break. Come back, continue this discussion. Got lots of things to get to, my friends. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I am your host, Todd Huff. Back in just a minute. All right, welcome back, my friends. So, I had a text uh, yesterday, yesterday from a listener named Tyler that really got me to thinking. And thank you, Tyler, for that. By the way, you can text us. Your thoughts, questions, feedback, adoration, and praise as well. You don't just have to email me that. The text number 317-210-2830. 317-210-2830. And that reminds me, as we are growing, and I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you to text me um, something if you if you get a moment. Or if you listen to the podcast, maybe leave a review. Uh, because we're as as we grow. You know, sometimes I have people ask, you know, what are, you know, can we, what can we do to help? This is actually something you can do. That is, take a, a few moments, um, share your thoughts about this program, text them to me to that number three one seven two one zero twenty eight thirty, or you can email Todd at toddfshow dot com, or you can put them on a review where you listen to podcasts. And why is that helpful? Because as we begin the process of of syndication. As we begin the process of growing this show, uh, reaching, bringing on new advertisers, reaching new markets, and all that sort of stuff, um, having a library of, of, you know, things that listeners think about this program can help. And so we want your true opinions. Keep it. I mean, I want your best true opinion. I'll be honest, <laughs> but but I'd love to hear have some of those. So. I invite you to, to text at the 317-210-2830 or email at Todd at ToddHuffShow.com or if you're listening on a podcast app to leave uh, leave a review there. And I appreciate those of you that have done those things. Anyway, this text, all this reminded me, this text reminded me of all that stuff. So, got this text from Tyler yesterday. And I wonder, as, as I read this, I wonder is this, as Tyler hit the nail on the head here for how conservatives feel about this. And he says, I'm going to read his text here, I think many conservatives feel helpless to be able to do anything about it. Um, and that's the, what, the raid at Mar-a-Lago. Um, the raid of Mar-a-Lago when all these other things, Hillary's emails, Biden and, you know, quid pro quo, uh, Hunter Biden's laptop, Nancy Pelosi, and all this stuff. 
is, is out there. No one seems to care about it. But Trump, who is constantly in the crosshairs, right? Constantly. It doesn't matter. He's impeached. He's impeached. He's maligned. He's attacked. He's called a fascist. He's, I mean, called everything in the book. His ability to govern was interfered with by this insatiable nonsense consistently from day one. And that was the strategy. We talked about that back in the day. That was the strategy. But Tyler says that he thinks that many conservatives feel helpless about this sort of thing. Kind of maybe to add, he didn't write this, but almost throwing throwing their hands up in despair, saying, "How you know, what are we going to do about this? He says that's the big story, and I think that there's truth in this. And I think that's what they want, they being the media, they being the radical left, they being the folks who are responsible for making sure that they maintain power in Congress and the White House in 2024, the Congress and the Senate in 2022. And I think they've got they've got nothing to run on. I mean, we've gone through this. Even even though Biden's out there saying inflation's at 0%, the only thing's at 0% is his ability to tell the truth or his ability to analyze and properly explain what's going on in reality. But anyway, Tyler continues here, sure we vote, but why do they uh, what do they really do for us and is the vote legit? There's questions about that. I mean, we're we're not allowed to say that. But I mean, people have these questions. Right? And I think it's discouraging to some, maybe many. That's I understand that. I think it's a fair assessment, but I also think this is precisely why people love President Trump, because if Tyler has presented the issue accurately, which I generally think this is, you know, we've got a mess. I've said that. All right, we've got a mess, corruption, all sorts of stuff. Even even when we win, sometimes it feels like we don't move the needle back. And there's lots of reasons for some of this. But at the same time, let us not forget that Roe versus Wade was just overturned. And I don't think... I don't think we acknowledge that or recognize just how unlikely this was before a guy ran for the White House named President Donald, or well, at the time, candidate Donald J. Trump. And that has been accomplished. It is the correct decision as we went through ever so brilliantly on previous programs. But we have had victories. What we haven't had and what we will never have is a media that acknowledges these victories, at least in a positive way, or at least in a fair way. I don't. The media doesn't have to be positive about conservative victories. Just don't call every conservative victory racist or homophobic or transphobic or whatever else. And I can hear the left out there nodding in agreement. Well, that's what it is, Todd. Oh, I tell you, the, the inability of some to understand the difference between having, well personal beliefs and having, uh, you know, the ability to say I disagree with a certain whatever lifestyle or what have you without hating a person that, that folks, some folks just don't want to understand that or accept that or acknowledge that because it takes away some of the, uh, the effectiveness of their ability to fight back. If you say my opponent, my political opponent hates me, 
doesn't even want me to exist, then obviously that flips the script on how that debate is going to transpire. So the media, that that's never going to happen. We're never going to be accepted. We're never going to be fairly portrayed in the media. The Democrats who are now run by the radical left, they despise those of us who have these conservative beliefs, those of us who are Christian conservative or even worse, those of us who homeschool, who are Christian conservatives, who are small business owners. I mean, you start adding these things up, they, you know, they hate. They hate. You talk about someone who hates people, the leftist hates that person I just I just described. They are not going to even allow that story to be shared or presented in the media in the slightest, even even remotely fairly. It has to be ultra negative. They have to use all of the negative talking points. They have to, you know, portray those who adhere to conservative beliefs, conservative principles, even Christian principles. They have to be depicted in a certain way. And if that's and I'm not Tyler wasn't necessarily saying this, but if that's our standard, that's our standard for how we're judging success. We are never going to be content. I think there's a better way to judge our success. I do. And I think I've learned it. I really do as we've started this this truth tour. I think the things that we believe in general, not everyone, but in general, conservative beliefs are I think incredibly popular outside of radical dare I say political hellholes like Seattle, Portland, San Francisco and other places like that, but which ironically is precisely where they should realize they need to do something different. But th- this this ideology, this worldview is actually quite popular. It's actually quite popular. And I think I think the proof is kind of in the pudding in the sense that because there's a President Trump, because there's a Ron DeSantis, because I mean, look at look at the support for Trump in response to this. I'm not talking about these Hollywood leftists or idiots or whatever. I'm talking about the people who make this country work. Nobody this is this rubs people the wrong way, right? This is this is not the way that you handle something as minor as what they are alleged to have searched for. This is not how this should go down in the slightest, in the slightest. And those that are out there cheering for Trump to be treated as a criminal, which, by the way, what does that even mean? If someone's a criminal, a convicted felon, should they be treated? I understand that there's consequences, but are they less than human? This is what people are saying out there. People are acting as, I know that there's hardened evil criminals, but I'm, I'm not, you know, is there ever the the ability to reform, right? Is there such a thing as grace and all those sorts of things? Treated like a criminal. People cheer this for President Trump because in their minds he is, but in reality, unfortunately, he's not. Well, to them, unfortunately, to me, that's good news because truth is still prevailing. But nonetheless, these folks are the real danger, my friends. The folks that want to see someone suffer consequences, you know, legal uh, consequences or go to prison sort of consequences simply because they don't like someone politically, those folks are the most dangerous people in America today. They're the ones that are putting our quote-unquote democracy at risk. Quick time out, my friends. 
Continue this uh, discussion on the other side of the break. Back in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. If you haven't seen this, and you're going to have to either look past some language or get your, I don't know, maybe a, a bleep button that you can insert that somehow blocks some of the language. But this Michael Rappaport, um, I've got it in the stack of stuff. It is uh, under the, under the, it says the leftist celebrities cheer the raid. That's where you can find it. But the, these folks, these leftist celebrities, these media types, these talking heads, these, I mean, these individuals that are cheering this are not well. This guy is not well. He needs to find the nearest hospital immediately, check himself in, and just detox from the pure rage that this guy is apparently fueled by. I This is beyond remotely healthy. I mean, it is, it's exactly what you would think, even more, probably more vulgar um, and more angry, or I guess angrier, than you would expect, <laughs> which says a lot because, you know, these, these folks are, again, it's all about, it's all about virtue signaling. I mean, this is, this is, who these folks are, but their level of hatred for a guy who basically exposed this government for what we all knew that it was, only worse, it's much, much worse than we thought it was. At least it's much, much worse than I thought it was, and that's saying a whole heck of a lot. And they have, they've melted down. They've melted down. So anyway, if you want to check that out, it's on our stack of stuff at community.toddhuffshow.com. Um... Or you can just search Twitter for Michael Rappaport. <laughs> it's, I mean, he needs help. He does. It, this is like a cry for help, it sounds like to me. But I just, I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking if Hunter Biden, if Joe Biden, if Nancy Pelosi, if Hillary Clinton, if Bill Clinton, if any of the folks that engaged in corruption that I didn't politi- uh, politically agree with, or they, if they were brought to justice for some of the things that, you know, um, were either alleged or that we've, talked about that they may have been involved with. There's no way in the world that I would act like, and you wouldn't either. Nobody, no normal person acts like this. And that's my hope, ultimately. My hope in this country is that, and I alluded to it last segment, as we've as we've traveled, I really believe, and I want you, I want you to at least think about this, because I know many of you, I, sometimes I hear from people who say, man, I can't even, Think about politics right now. It's so, you know, it's, it's out of control, over the top, divisive, and all this. Um, I understand. I understand. And it's okay to maybe take a day or two. It's probably healthy. Although what isn't healthy is to take breaks from this show because scientists have proven 98% will tell you that listening to this program is actually good for your health. By the way, did you see there was a, a scientist, quote-unquote scientist, it's one of Bill Gates' scientists or whatever, uh, partnered or friends of or connected to kind of guy to Bill Gates. He's out there. He, he said that candy, candy is healthier, Oz, than meat. Oz is saying no. Oz is not a scientist. 
But Oz is the official fact checker of the program, and she says she's already determined. 100% false? 100% false. 100% false. So you can take that to the bank. Anyway, but this, this, this country doesn't act like that, right? This country still has, again, there's crazy and radical people out there. I don't dismiss that. There are more today than there were 10 years ago, probably five years ago. But there's also people that have witnessed this stuff firsthand in their cities now and they see the results. And there's a whole 330 million, allegedly 81 of those are 81 million of those are Biden voters. And I've not yet to find one proud Biden voter across the fruited plain. And rightfully so. But the, now we're seeing these the results of the ideology. We're seeing the results of the policy, of the quote unquote ideas. Their ideology is broken. It's built upon a bunch of immorality. And not only that, it just straight up doesn't work. It causes misery, an equality of misery for everybody. It drives people down. It's a burden. It creates massive inflation. Even though Biden says it's zero, I'm going to play that soundbite next break or next segment because I've referenced it a couple of times here. But I still have hope in the, I do, I have hope in the average American. I know when you talk about names and you talk about Trump and you talk about labels, conservative, liberal, leftist, you know, Democrat, Republican, that divide or that, that is hard. Those are barriers for people, right? That's emotionally charged language. But when you talk about ideas, I think you're going to find that the vast majority of people are going to agree with the vast majority of the things, even if they're, even if they're Democrats, not if they're leftists, but again, this is such a small, small percentage of the American electorate, of the American people. So I'm, I'm still hopeful. That's why, that's why the Democrats, if you think about it, that's what's precipitated this desire to raid Mar-a-Lago because they are panicked that Trump's going to run again, and they are doing their darndest. This is their last-ditch effort to keep him from getting on the ballot in 2024. Make no mistake about it. Quick time out. I'll play that soundbite of Biden lying to us here after the break. Sit tight, my friends. Back in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. So I've referenced this lie. This, <laughs> I mean, it's a lie. I haven't turned eyes onto this one yet. Who's chairing the Todd Huff fact check team? But I'm sure she can confirm this for you as well. In fact, your ears will confirm this for you as well. This is Biden. This was uh, this was yesterday. Biden takes to the podium to brag to brag about inflation in July, which consumer price index showed an eight point five percent inflation rate in July. But that's not what Biden heard. Biden heard this what about news that came out today relative to the economy actually i just want to say a number mm-hmm. zero common sense today we received news that our economy had zero percent inflation in the month of july what on earth are you talking about zero percent here's what that means zero percent well, the price of some things go up went up last month the price of other things went down by the same amount mm-hmm. the result 
zero inflation last month, but people mm-hmm. are still hurting. How? With zero inflation last month. How are we still hurting with zero inflation in this great economy you built? How? I mean, does that even make sense? What is this guy talking about? He continues. Economists look at a measure of inflation that ignores food and energy prices, and they call it core inflation. That's core inflation. That's about the lowest amount in several years, several months. Several months, yeah. When you couple that with last week's booming jobs report of 528,000 jobs created last month and 3.5% unemployment, it underscores the kind of economy we've been building. Yeah, it underscores. Actually, it screams out loud. There's nothing underscored here. This is precisely what you your party's broken ideology, economic system. This is what it brings upon the American people. There's nothing underscored here. This screams to the American people. We did not have 0% inflation. In fact, I'm looking here, a BizPack review. Um, Well, it's actually, they reference Fox Business. Fox Business um, reported, well... I don't know if it's Fox Business or if this is re- uh, reported by BizPack Review. Core inflation is still at 5.9%. It rose 0.3% to 5.9% over the previous year. So what is this guy talking about? It's the president. I don't mean disrespectful like that. I'm just, it irritates me when we're lied to. Add this to the list of things that we li- we're lied to about, which we went through ever so brilliantly a week or so ago. We're lied to about... The definition of inflation, we're lied to about the definition of a woman, we're lied to about, I mean, take your pick, whether or not it's healthy for three-year-olds to talk about gender identity, it's enough, it's just enough, and most, I'm telling you, the vast majority of people know this, this is ridiculous in every, every measurable way, this is absolutely absurd, and they know it. They know it as well. That's why they don't want the guy to run again. That's why they're making this about Trump. That's why they're raiding the Mar-a-Lago. That's why they're telling you that there's 0% inflation when there really is massive amounts of inflation still, all courtesy of the government run by the radical left. Quick time out, my friends. Back in just a minute. back my friends so what i think biden's trying to say is that the inflation rate well i don't it, it, ugh, i don't even like to give him the benefit of the doubt i'm just trying to, to explain to you what i think he's trying to say which of course good luck with any of that when it comes to what biden's trying to say but inflation rate year over year is eight and a half percent it didn't go up more in july than it was up in june so it's it's basically the saying it's it's not I don't how do you it's it's still up over a year ago. It's that it didn't accelerate in the past whatever number of days, thirty days or so, but still that's at a high, massively disastrous rate. I've gotta go. Thanks for listening. SDGC tomorrow, take care.